Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. We are reading in the book of 2 Corinthians. <clears throat> this is chapter 9. Now in chapter 8, we uh, read in our previous session, Paul was commending the Corinthians for their generosity and giving to uh, the saints in Jerusalem and encouraging them to finish that. Now also, here in verse 9, uh, verse 9 in chapter 9, I'm sorry, of Second Corinthians, Paul is going to continue to speak about giving and how to give and what our attitude should be. So, let's just pick up here with verse 1, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 1. This is from the Amplified Bible. Now, it is unnecessary for me to write to you about the offering that is being made for the saints in Jerusalem, for I know your eagerness to promote this cause, and I have proudly boasted to the people of Macedonia about it, telling them that Achaia, which Corinthia, or no, Corinth, is a city in Achaia. Now, I, let me see. Um, let's see. This says it's actually the capital city of the Roman province of Achaia. Located in the northwest part of <coughs> Peloponnesus, which is southern Greece, about 50 miles from Athens. So, that's probably too much geography, but anyway, just remember that they're in, Corinth is in Greece, and it sounds like they're kind of, kind of southwest Greece. Eh. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, Achaia has been prepared since last year for this contribution, and your enthusiasm has inspired, inspired, inspired the majority of them to respond. Still, I am sending the brothers on to you, so that our pride in you may not be an empty boast in this case, and so that you may be prepared, just as I told them you would be, Otherwise, if any Macedonians come with me and find you unprepared, we, to say nothing of yourselves, will be humiliated for being so confident. So he's trying to make sure that they are prepared with their offering, that they're ready. That is why I thought it necessary to urge these brothers to go to you before I come and make arrangements in advance for this generous, previously promised gift of yours, so that it would be ready, not as something extorted or wrung out of you, but as a voluntary and generous gift, which that is how it should be. Now, note what he's about to say. This is going to be something that we reflect on and we apply, try to apply to ourselves. In verse 6, now remember this, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows generously, that blessings may come to others, to help others, to aid them, to bless others, will also reap generously and be blessed. Let each one give thoughtfully and with purpose, just as he has decided in his heart, not grudgingly or under compulsion. For God loves a cheerful giver and delights in the one whose heart is in his gift. And God is able to make all grace, every favor and earthly blessing come in abundance to you, so that you may always, under all circumstances, regardless of the need, have complete sufficiency in everything, being completely self-sufficient in Him, in God, and have an abundance for every good work and act of charity. So, basically, 
I mean, I'm going to try to kind of skinny this down, but he's saying that when we, when we give, when we give generously, we are blessed generously. Now, this is spiritual blessings. Not to say that you can't be blessed here in this life and on this earth, too. You, you may very well be because you do reap what you sow. But it, you know, what form that's going to take, I cannot say. But nonetheless, if you are generous and give generous to help others, so that you may be a blessing to others, you will be blessed. He says, you know, let one get, let each one give thoughtfully and with him, with purpose, as he's deciding his heart. In other words, give what you can give, what's in your heart to give. You know, give as as you are feeling generous as you can. Don't take away from, you know, we've discussed this at other times. Don't take away from your your debts, your bills. Don't you know, make sure you take care of those things. Make sure you take care of your family and you have food and have power and everything you need for them. But then give out of your abundance, out of that surplus. Give what you can give cheerfully to help others, to be a blessing to others. <clears throat> you know, maybe someone needs $100, but you can only give them 5 or 10 Well, that's something that will help them. And others can fill in the rest of that need. And remember that God is able. Okay, God is able to make all grace come in abundance to you so that you will always have sufficiency. In other words, you will always have enough for you and your family and you will always be able to give. You will always have an abundance to be able to give and to bless others. As it is written, this is in verse 9, as it is written and forever remains written, He, the benevolent and generous person scattered abroad, he gave to the poor, his righteousness endures forever. Now he who provides seed for the sower, now notice that, God provides you with the seed, say if you're the sower, he provides you with the resource, the money, the food, the ability, the talent, the skill, the time. Sometimes it's just a matter of time. Whatever you have, God provides that. And bread for food will provide and multiply your seed for sowing, that is your resources, and increase the harvest of your righteousness, which shows itself in active goodness, kindness, and love. You will be enriched in every way so that you may be generous, and this generosity administered through us is producing thanksgiving to God from those who benefit. In other words, in this case, this generosity, this act of giving to those people in need, um, it is producing a thanksgiving to God from them. So, and that is, you know, that's definitely a good thing. That is a, uh, what would you call it? That's a supporting, that's a, it's kind of an edifying, a building up, letting them know that they're not alone, that the family of God is in, in this life together. For the ministry of this service, offering, is not only supplying the needs of the saints, God's people, but is also overflowing through many expressions of thanksgiving to God. So, <clears throat> they know that this act, you know, this offering, is not just going to supply the needs of the saints. They know it's going to overflow and it's going to it's going to benefit others as well. It's going to be, benefit other poor folks, other folks who need it, because they're going to send back this this gift to help those 
the saints, but it's also going to overflow out into their community because they're going to share that with those in need around them. Am I reading something into that? Maybe, but that seems to be the implication to me because it, it just makes sense. But okay. I, I don't think I'm reading too much into it. It says, but is also overflowing through many expressions of thanksgiving to God. So, anyway, because of this act of ministry, they will glorify God for your obedience to the gospel of Christ, which you confess, as well as for your generous participation in this gift for them and for all the other believers in need. And they also long for you while they pray on your behalf because of the surpassing measure of God's grace, his undeserved favor, mercy, and blessing which is revealed in you. Now thanks be to God for his indescribable, indescribable gift which is precious beyond words. And I'm sorry, I'm just messing all that up. <laughs> I do apologize. But anyway, Paul is basically encouraging them and Reminding them, you know, how to give and, and why to give. And um, and reminding them that the people that receive that, they're going to be very thankful. And they're going to be giving thanks to God. And that, um, you know, that, those thanksgiving will overflow. Well, it will overflow because they're going to share whatever abundance they have. And it's going to overflow outside of even their small group. And they will probably... They will probably bring in more believers and probably attract more people to the gospel and to God. So, so be overflowing through many expressions of thanksgiving to God. So, and he's just he's just telling them and commending them for this and telling them how how good this is, what they're doing, and that these people are praying in return or praying for them on their behalf and thanking God for them. So. That is Second Corinthians chapter 9. And we should remember to follow this, this idea of how, we, of how we give. That we give what we can give generously. What we can give um, cheerfully. You know, we're not, we're not giving begrudgingly. We're not having it wrung out of us. But we're giving what we can give to help others. To help be... Um, to help be uh, a contributor to the kingdom of God, you know, to uh, but to help the less fortunate also. There's there's just so many things wrapped into this. It's hard to get into all of it, but uh, to give back into God's kingdom, that's the main thing. So, all right. I want to thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. And remember, God loves you.